Should have got MVP. Hey man, Derrick Rose should have won MVP, but dude, stop riding Derrick Rose, bro. It's the third time you talked about Honestly. this guy, dude. Like, <laughs> all right, I'll just shut up for the. I'll just... <laughs> Tough, bro. Uh, I'm gonna just um, stay silent for the rest of the episode. It's like a, probably a minute left. It's like a minute left in the episode. You're gonna say something. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Court of Kings, of course, with your host, Austin Chang, and alongside me, Ryan Hugh. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing good, bro. Like, uh, it's been a long day, low-key, but I'm ready to get this started. Long day? It's about 2.30. What you mean, long day? They just started. They just, bro, I woke up at 12, so <laughs> it's, it's been a low-key long day, but it is what it is, you know? Well, anyways, Today, we're here to discuss the rest of the playoffs, obviously. We went past the first round. We're in the semis right now. We're going to discuss our picks for this round, the next round, and the finals. But of course, we can't do this alone. So, we have a guest today. Ryan, why don't you introduce him for us? Of course, bro. Of course. All right. So, feed him the ball, and he'll warm like a heater. It's the man who's never cold. It's the Dean, David Peters. Jeez. (laughs) I like that oh. introduction. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? Yo, how was that? Out of ten, how was that? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, oh, word. yeah eleven out of ten, dude. <laughs> eleven out of ten. That's a right. new nickname for me, the Dean. I don't know. It's been the, <laughs> I've been calling you the Dean, bro. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, welcome, yeah, David. I can't, think, I can't wait to talk basketball still. Word, word. All right, so like everyone else, before we start, got a got a good quick question for you. Of course. David, who's your favorite player? Oh, that's easy. It's the king himself. LeBron James. LeBron you know? Yeah. LeBron James. Default, Default answer. LeBron. We have to really emphasize the L-E, you know? <laughs> that's a yeah, default so. answer, dude. <laughs> and what, Yeah, that's my guy still. Yeah, what's the reason behind that? No? Honestly, I used to always watch uh, LeBron growing up, but... I used to watch his documentary all the time, so I'm like, kind of modeled my game after him a bit. So, he's always like always a LeBron fan since day one. Word. That's really it. Yeah. <laughs> and you got a favorite team then? Favorite team? Yeah. I don't really have favorite teams like that, but if I had to say, like my favorite team right now is it's a generic answer, but I'm gonna have to say Raptors, just because like you know I grew up respects, in the city. Respects. So. Gotta say Raptors. Even though I don't follow them that much, I'll say Raptors. Yeah, you're more of a player guy, right? You just follow LeBron. More of a Harden. player guy, yeah. Yeah, I got you. That's cool. That's cool. All right. How about y'all? <laughs> oh, you don't want to hear my favorite player. I'll assure you that. I don't mind. That's I don't it. mind. Say it, say it, say it. I don't. I know it. <laughs> ben Simmons. Really? Every time, dude, people think I'm crazy. <laughs> he's my he's my ride or die, bro. Listen, best COD player he's in the like league. A younger version of LeBron, so I ain't mad. I ain't mad. True, true. He might be better than LeBron, but it's all good. Hopefully, everything comes <laughs> <times> out. <laughs> I don't know right now, though, but hopefully, he gets everything kind of straightened out. Of course, dude. You gotta stick with them through the thick and thin. You know, like I can't give up on him now. Never know. You might get like a, a Derrick Rose out of him type of player. You know, shit, low key, low key. How about you, Ryan? How about you, Ryan? I mean, you, your player player changes like every other day. So, I mean, let's see what it is right now. <laughs> right now is Dalen Brown. I love that Ooh. guy's game. Dalen Brown. Celtics. Oh, Dalen Brown? Okay. I love I love Dalen Brown. 30. 
But um, DeMar DeRozan's my rider guy. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So yeah, that's um, that's David for y'all, and yeah. let's hop right into a few new topics or events that happened the last two weeks. All right. Before we start that though, I just want to mention, on uh, last Sunday, Austin and I got together with Alex, and uh, we watched the Sacramento and Golden State game. And uh, Austin, I didn't really get to hear a lot of your thoughts on that because you were just looking depressed half the game. So, uh, come on, man, take uh, take us through that. Listen, Ryan, I wasn't depressed, right? I was just tired. It was a long game, and it's been a long day. But come on, that game was. Pretty disappointing, you know, as someone who's rooting for the Kings alongside pretty much everybody in the whole world except for bandwagon warrior fans, it sucked, you know, to see them choke in the third quarter, Loon God just grabbing offensive board after offensive board. I mean, it sucked to watch, obviously. I mean, you were also a Sacramento fan, and I knew you were like, God damn, bro, what are the Kings doing, man? They can't grab a single board. So, yeah, it was disappointing. It sucks. That was game seven. You know, you expected the Warriors to come out and, you know, be their best. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. It is what it is, exactly. What about you, David? Did you manage to watch the game? I watched a little bit of the game, but Sacramento, Sacramento really should have won that series. It should have been at least six games for them, honestly. But you can't really count out the the reigning champs, the Golden State. So, mm-hmm. And plus, Curry is one of the all-time best, so I can't really count them up, but Sacramento should have packed them up early. You're right. I agree. Right. I agree. All right, and uh, some other surprising events, I would say. Cleveland and New York. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Cleveland is gone in, what, five games? I believe it was five games, yeah. Five, five games, games, yeah. Wow. Crazy. And uh, who else? Miami and Milwaukee? I, I bet oh, most, people, man. most men's got that wrong. Most men's got that wrong. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I got it wrong still. I'm a huge Giannis fan, but... Yeah, they you know, they were just caught with their pants down, honestly. Just really, caught with their pants really down. Did. Yeah, Hemi Butler is just different, you know. You need a yeah. whole ass army to take him down. In the regular season, he's like a role player, but in the playoffs, he's like prime Michael Jordan. I don't know. Literally. is different. He gets the ball every possession well, he scores. He's yeah. his son. He's his son, so it makes he's sense. He's his right? son. Yeah, you heard the rumors he's... too, eh? <laughs> <laughs> him and yeah. Ant. Him and Ant, exactly. They're cousins or something. Yeah. <laughs> But true, yeah. So got a lot of um, shakeups to my bracket the last two weeks, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to sharing it with y'all today. Yeah, definitely with you, man. Didn't you have Milwaukee winning the championship? I did have Milwaukee damn, winning dude. the championship. So, like, the, the, the damn, dude. That's, that's, that's gone, tough. bro. That's gone. That's tough, man. Uh, ever since um, the 2021 season, I have not been able to get anything correct so far. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if we can get it next year. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're missing Recently, a series, Ryan. Yeah. Let's, um, you're, you're missing Philly Philly and Brooklyn. Come on now. I mean, come listen, on. dude. It, it was it was a fast series, but I have to give props to Brooklyn. Just the way I was talking about them when I, when I was previewing that series, I thought it was going to be, like, easy money. It was not. I feel like Brooklyn really put up a fight. It seemed like that game wasn't all set in stone for, like, the whole series. And Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Spencer Dinwiddie, like these are even even Nick Claxton. Like these guys, these no, guys are these all guys, these really guys impressive. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just one star away from winning that series. I really feel like it. You know, like they had all the firepower they needed, but they're just missing one guy to give them the bucket every single possession. And you know, obviously it was a quick series, and no one's gonna think about it. But I just want to give props to Brooklyn for that fight. 
You know, I respect that. I respect I that. I respect that too. Brooklyn, um, they got something special. Even though like KD left, Kyrie left, Harden left, like everyone's gone, like the big names. I think um they're doing a good job with what they were able to like reacquire via those trades. Exactly. Respects to the young guys and hoping to see some some major moves in the future. Let's get into it. Let's go. Yeah. All right. All right. So recently we know that the Clippers were bounced by the Phoenix Suns in the first round. Uh, the Clippers with Kawhi had not been able to make even the conference finals. Well, like they made it with Paul George, but Kawhi has not been able to play with them at that level. Do you think the Clippers should run it back this fall, the next season? David, let's start with you. Are me personally? Yeah. I do think they should run it back, but I'm a little biased because I believe Click Clippers is a cur- curse organization. Honestly, they're cursed. Because <laughs> from way back in the days, I think even since like they were Buffalo Bills or something like that. Buffalo Bills. Bills. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, I know. They were once a order team before. What was it before? I don't know, but before even like LA Clippers, San Diego yeah. or something. San Diego like, Clippers. San Diego. I don't even know where they were, but there's some type of Clippers, right? Like they've been cursed. Like they have not been winning. I think it's over like 50 years now. So they should run it back. But honestly, Kawhi should just run far away from Clippers. Honestly, he's not gonna win there. <laughs> where do you, where should you go? Uh, honestly. I don't know yet. Me personally, I say you should go back to Raptors and run it back, but that's not happening. He doesn't like the North. <laughs> Too cold up here, bro. Too cold. I don't blame him with the LA Sun over there, but yeah, they and should the run Texas. it back honestly. But All right. Clippers should trade Kawhi because he's too injury prone. I feel like both their stars are pretty injury prone. I'm not gonna yeah. Lie. I, don't know, I feel I feel like they should definitely run it back, and I do think it's just bad luck to be honest. This whole season, like Kawhi and PG have both been pretty healthy, and PG like it was like the last few games of the season he hyperextends his knee, and for Kawhi it's just like he just has like bad knees. His knees are just cooked. Like no matter what, it, it seems like his knees are always going to give him problems, and you just have to bank on him being healthy. You know, I think maybe give it one more year because obviously this season, one more? Okay. yeah, I I mean you can't really blame. Like blame them for being injury prone. Like for if their whole their whole season they're they're fully healthy, like they're playing really good, and then all of a sudden they just get hurt at the worst time. Like it's just bad luck. I know that it's been like this for years now, but you just have to keep going, man. You give up too much to to give up this early. You know you still have these guys in, in their early thirties to mid thirties. Like why not just give them one more shot? If if they had a fully healthy uh, roster this season, they could have taken the Suns to seven or even win win the series. Like mm-hmm. it, they weren't looking completely hopeless. With just Kawhi on the court, if they had PG, they probably could have definitely put up a fight. So I think you have to at least give it one more shot. I think yeah, I agree. Uh, didn't they take game one from the Suns with like Russ was leading the charge as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, he went off that game. So I personally think a team's window is within five years. So you got a five-year window to compete, right? Otherwise, you you rebuild, and this they're entering year five, so. You got to make some adjustments. Like, I think maybe add Nick Nurse to that roster. That would be, that would be, that wouldn't be a bad idea. You know, maybe. That's actually a pretty of, good idea, yeah. You know, he's defensive oriented. Maybe, and he works well with Kawhi and Norman Powell. Maybe, maybe that might work, you know. But 
I think Tyron Lue is like the perfect. I, I think he's, he's one of the most perfect, underrated coaches. I think he's the perfect eagle oriented. Like he can control eagles, but like even just game plan wise, I feel like he he just know. I don't think the coaches the SGR. I like they have all the guys that they need. They have Zubox as their center. Plumlee's a really good backup center. They have Robert Covington as a small ball center. They have mm-hmm. Norman Powell. They have scoring off the bench. They have Terrence Mann. Yeah. They have Batum as a spot of three. Like they have all the pieces for a championship team. They just keep getting injured at the worst time. I just feel like just keep the same roster. Maybe get like one or two more guys off the bench that can score or be gritty. But like you have all the guys you need. Like Terrence Mann played a hell of a series. Like Batum didn't have the greatest series. Zubox was grabbing boards. Russ like, played amazing. Russ played pretty good. Like it sucks that like they get injured at the worst times. Like you, I think you just have to just ride it out with this group. I agree, man. I agree. So, yeah, I think Clips should run it back, but we'll see. Give it one more year. Yeah. All right. Dylan Brooks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Our, uh, oh, is he... Yeah. Um, this guy is probably not returning to Memphis after after that Lakers series. So uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Honestly, Memphis did them dirty, especially <laughs> uh, uh, leaking that uh, what's it called? I think it was Shams or one of the guys, right? They saying that uh, he can't come back indefinitely. I'm like, they didn't need to say all that. Especially, he's one of their primary defenders. He played his heart out, even though he never played well. Sometimes he still played his heart out. And yes, he might have talked a little too much, uh, brought a little too much controversy to that team, but he was still one of the more valuable players on the team. But how they did him? It was really shysty. I'm not going to lie to you. But he kind of does deserve all the hate that he's getting because, you know, he's throwing shots at the king. LeBron's my favorite player. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, free free shots, you know. I don't know. I don't mind, but Memphis did him dirty. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I'll play devil's advocate here. I feel like everyone is just trashing on Dylan Brooks this whole time. Like, people say you should go to Shanghai. They're releasing clips of him talking in Chinese. <laughs> listen. That series, yeah, it was a tough look for Dylan Brooks. You know, he had one of the worst series of his whole career, talking mm-hmm. trash to LeBron, and LeBron just going crazy on him. He's breaking all his shots, getting blocked by AD. It was a tough series, but to say that he's not coming back under any circumstances is outlandish. You have not heard that yeah. about any player. And, like, can you blame Dylan Brooks? This has been his whole personality, his whole career. It's not like he just came up talking trash to LeBron out of nowhere. He's always done this. You know, this is who he is. Obviously, he had a bad series alongside also, you know, being a liability. But come on, you have to just put that behind you. Maybe there are things internally that he might be doing that maybe ruffling some feathers. But come on, like he is pretty much like a starter on that team. You know, he he has, I mean, he's not been the greatest shooter, but he has the ability to hit shots. And he's one of the best defenders on that team. Like, how are you just riding him off so easily? And I feel like all these other fans and everyone's saying, oh, no, I don't want this trash player. Like, People are getting dogged for even saying anything good about him. But, like, I think he has a spot on an NBA roster, you know? Like, maybe if he give him a less of a role, like, maybe if he understands that maybe he's not the guy who th- who he thinks he is, like, he's he's just a good player. He's still a good player behind everything. It's just that his ego kind of gets too much of him. I agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's one of those um, all-bark-no-bite type of guys, in my opinion. <laughs> wow. Because, um... Didn't he say, oh, LeBron got to drop 40 on me before I respect him? And did he almost 20 20, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, <of> 40. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of just no comment afterwards. And I think that was kind of a. Uh, he, he didn't really, he didn't go back on his word. Like he couldn't yeah, say, sure. like, props to LeBron. I respect what he did. Like he just 
decided to to avoid everything and i just think that was just not it wasn't it didn't seem right you know yeah you could have done that better like if you were able to talk so much of trash about a player like back up back up what you're saying right yeah back up what you're saying take accountability Mm -hmm. He he reminds yeah. me a lot of uh, Lance Stevenson back in Indy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, he's a he he's a pretty good perimeter defender. He's not the greatest mm-hmm. offensive threat. He definitely has a spot still in, in the NBA. I would love to see him in Dallas or something. This like, is gonna be controversial, but I'd love to see him in Los Angeles next year. Oh man! With uh, LeBron? Yeah, with LeBron. <laughs> I'll I'll love to see that. Because LeBron, I think LeBron could take him under his wing and kind of teach him the, the right ways, how to do something, how to play within the system properly. And, like, you never know. Dylan Brooks might turn out to be, like, a next top or 3 and D guy. You never know. I, I thought you were going to say top three player of all time. I no, 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 no. <laughs> I got so scared. Oh, man, nah. He's a, nah. <laughs> I'm controversial, but not that. Not, not that controversial. <laughs> got you. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, th- I think you just put him in a better system. It might be better for him. But I think Taylor Jenkins is a great coach. Like, I can't even blame the coach in this situation. Like, maybe someone that could just like maybe a player on. Because listen, the Grizzlies they like they have Stephen Adams, like they have they have some guys, but they have no vets. Like no one to kind of take accountability for these guys. Like no one to keep these guys grounded. Like maybe if he goes to a team that has these vets, maybe he can actually kind of calm down and you know be a professional in this league. But yeah, I think he just maybe needs a change of scenery. I think yeah, I think it's the the roster construction. Everyone's too young, and there's yeah, no one to take accountability, like you said, no vets to lead the way. Right. So throw him in somewhere that's a little more experienced, somewhere with more mature presence. Yeah. So yeah, I think he'll definitely become a more mature person if he were to do that. But we'll see. Memphis definitely probably not resigning him though. No, no, under any circumstances. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, any more thoughts on this? Uh, none at the moment. So. Yeah, no. All right, word. All right, one more topic. Uh, one more quick event I want to discuss. Yesterday, the Bucks dismissed Coach Bud. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 2021, they, lo- they won the chip, right? But um, they decided to dismiss him after two more seasons, like, I don't see why Milwaukee's in such a rush to do so, but um, who would you, or would you think he would be a good fit, and uh, who would the Bucks consider, in your opinion? I think I think you should start this one, Ryan. Yeah, as the as a Bucks fan in this podcast, I think you should you should be the one to answer this. <laughs> I think uh, Coach Bud definitely didn't deserve all the like, all the fire. Milwaukee did, was eliminated in the first round this year and I think the second round last year. But then again, a lot of it comes down to injuries, right? And even though Coach Bud has the reputation of being someone who can't adjust well in the playoffs from his Atlanta days and his early time in Milwaukee, you know, when Giannis won his MVPs, I still think that he provides a lot of experience and expertise and professionalism the fact that they just dismissed him is a little, a little cruel, you know. Mm. But I would say if Milwaukee were to 
if you sorry not uh, if coach Bud were to head somewhere else I would love to try Toronto honestly I think he fits the culture here I think he he has a lot of respect and uh, it would be great to see him like thrive in this environment with these young guys okay just to go off with that like uh, Raptors and Bucks are pretty much do like a swap of coaches. Like Nick Nurse should come try to try to come to <laughs> Milwaukee, see what happens. You know, we know Nick Nurse is a championship level coach, like we see in the Raptors, especially when his first year of being a head coach. So like they should try it out. I think yeah, Nick Nurse is more defensive minded, so it kind of fits into the Buck culture too. So we see what happens with that, if anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think with Milwaukee, they're kind of they kind of. All of us want to get rid of him. I feel like, like the season where they won the championship, it, those were one of the seasons where like it was finals or bust for him. You know, like they were kind of getting ready to, to move on from Coach Bud. He won the championship, and they're like, you know what? Let's give it a few more runs, just because you know they're so successful. And after seeing the collapse in the first round, even after everything Bud was going through, it sucks that they let him go. But I feel like the writing was on the wall already from the past, so mm-hmm. it was kind of already time to move on. Now, for Bud in Toronto, I don't know if I would want Coach Bud in Toronto. I feel like Bud, even before he went to Milwaukee, he didn't have the greatest reputation as a coach. He was coaching, it was what, Atlanta he was coaching? Yeah. He did not have the greatest reputation. You know, like he, he seemed like a playoff choker, didn't wasn't really good at adjusting in the playoffs. And I think the last thing I would want for the Raptors is a guy that can't adjust. I mean, we've seen it from the series against Miami. I mean, that last play, like not having Brooke Lopez in the game, I mean, like, what are you thinking? You know, I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of things throughout the last five minutes that fans were outrageous about and are outraged about. So mm-hmm. in Toronto, I feel like the Raptors probably don't want another guy that, you know, just wants to run a system like constantly. Like, I think the Raptors guys want someone that's more free flowing. That's why they wanted Idoka. But yeah, I mean, wherever he goes, he's going to get a, a coaching job, obviously, but maybe not in Toronto. Maybe not Toronto. Okay. I don't know. I just think the expertise and like the experience he brings would be valuable to the young guys who haven't had that taste of experience yet. Mm. I mean, we have won a championship recently. And how many of those guys are still on the roster? I mean, all the good guys are on the roster. You know, okay, fair, but uh, we don't have a whole lot to offer, like to build off of from now. And you might as well just start building from like. But the only guy that the only guy that hasn't been there is Scotty, and. Do I really want I I'd rather have someone like, I don't know, Cam Atkinson, you know, someone that can just talk to the young guys, you know, give them some hope, give them some energy. Like th- these young coaches that can speak to the players and understand what they're feeling, like like Mike Dagnall from OKC. Like mm-hmm, I think we need yeah. someone like that. Just to empower the players, you know? Not just go in the huddle and say, Play hard, do this, like Doc Rivers, like like give them a reason, like tell them what they're doing wrong, like like just make make actual adjustments instead of just hyping up the players and like tell them to play hard, keep playing hard, grab boards. Like that's not what these players need, man. They they actually want to hear some real stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we should get like a younger coach, someone that's like, you know, more like with the, with the new age of coaching. Also, David. Yes. We'll bring we'll bring David in. <laughs> bring David. Yeah, <laughs> bring David in. Dude. At and the coach, you know. <laughs> Crazy. All right, and with um, any more th- any more final thoughts. Uh, honestly, at the top of my head, nah. I'm not really too familiar with all the coaches in the the league, so I can't really give a, a really good opinion about it. <laughs> all good, man. All how, good. About, how about Ryan? Do you, do you think you think Giannis is gonna leave? Giannis? Leave? Honestly, no. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think Giannis yeah. is leaving, but he did have a comment about Chicago before, and 
Oh, hell no. Where he was singing O Canada in practice. So who knows? Oh, that would be nice. That'd be nice. <laughs> to me, I see Giannis more like a, a Dirko type of player, just a, and a, a Kobe type, type of player. player? Yeah, That's just staying with yeah. one team for the rest of the career. Not really the type to like chase championships to go to another team. You'll chase it with his own team, but not different teams. But you mm. never know. Yeah, you never know. Valid, valid. I would love to see him with Luca, but. Oh, that would be crazy. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. The European duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Magic Freak? Something like that? Magic Freak. No, <laughs> no, no. No, it might be Freak Magic. I don't know. <laughs> freak Magic is W. Magic Freak is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last, um, last week, round one ended. Now we're moving on to round two, the conference semis. We got Denver, Phoenix, LA, and Warriors in the West. And we got New York, Miami, and Celtics, 76ers in the East. Austin, which side do you want to start off with? I think we should kick it off with the West. The West? All right. Let's go with the one and the four seed, Denver, Phoenix. Currently, Denver is up 2-0. and oh. they ha- They're playing game three tonight, I believe, at 7 p.m. Yeah. What, what you got, guys? You know, Me, personally, you, I'm thinking <laughs> Denver and five, honestly. Denver I would say five. Denver's, like, Denver and four, a clean sweep, but I can't count that man KD out. There's one thing we should know about the Slim Reaper. He, he's a scorer. So, and if it's time for him to score, he's going to score. If need mm. be. Unless he performs like last year with the with the Nets, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, uh, but this year's a new year. He seems better. He got a clean haircut, so he seems like a ready man. So I'll give him five games to lose in, but that'd be being generous. But if you're being realistic, I'm being realistic. Yeah. Oh, you're Denver being real. Five. Okay, okay. Yeah, Denver, Denver five. Five. Oh, five. Word. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? Because oh, Suns have no bench. Like they traded it away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Bridges, right? So I'm like, he's one of the primary defenders. And I forgot the next guy's name. I think it was Cam, Cam right? Yeah, 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 Cam Thomas, one of the better, def- like one of the better players off the bench. So oh, Cam Johnson, pretty much, Shit, not Cam Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> Thomas on Brooklyn right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like they have no bench really because it's mainly just the starters going out there, just putting all their effort in. But even though the bench is trying, is yeah, this the bench is not up to par. Mm. I swear they've got like a seven man rotation right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's tough out there for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Austin, remember in the very first episode this season, I was so all in on Phoenix. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I could keep that up anymore. <laughs> I mean what what do you have the, the matchup ending in? Denver and six. Denver and six? Denver right, and six. Enough. I don't know. I Seeing seeing the the Nuggets three point shooting, Aaron Gordon stepping up, Jamal Murray playing like he didn't suffer no ACL. It's looking like Denver might be an actual contender. Listen. Wow, disrespect. Now that we're contending. <laughs> Listen, man, that team is built is built to last. It's built for the playoffs. I also have Denver in five. I could see going six as well. But I mean there's a lot of things about this series that have already kind of jumped out to me you know and some of these things are you know Durant's shots are not falling along with Denver's role players being 
absolutely incredible. All their players on the team that are not the stars. But some things I want to point out is people are blaming Aiden so much for the series. And, yeah, I, I'll, I'll blame him too. You know, he, he's not having a good series by any standards. And, you know, you see his stats, you're like, oh, he's, he's averaging a double-double, like 18 and 10, this and that. Like, man, this guy is not aggressive. You know, there, there are some clips of him just standing around, just, like, watching the ball. Like, mm-hmm. he needs to be more aggressive. There, And I hate it. I've been watching Phoenix for the last, like, three years. And I hate watching Aiden set a screen and then Booker gets like doubled and Aiden just stands there. Like he doesn't demand, he needs to demand the ball. He needs to want the ball and be aggressive. Like the way he rolls and everything, he does not go up strong. He needs to be aggressive for, for Phoenix to have a chance. Like you're going against Jokic. Like Jokic is not the greatest defender. He's smart. He's not the greatest. Like you have to be aggressive against this guy. And along with that, you need CP3 back. I mean, CP3 being injured kind of hurts them more than anything right now. Having Cam Thompson, Damian Lee off the bench, like that's not going to cut it. You're not going to win the series mm-hmm. with those two guys. Alongside that, Bridges, Bridges and Cam Johnson, Johnson, Fantastic. they were dogs. <laughs> they were dogs. Right they now, were... their their only dogs, their only dog is Okogi. That's their only dog on their team. They need guys that can be gritty, and they don't have that right now. And and on Denver, you know, people always say, oh, like it's so easy to play against Denver. Like Jokic has the big. It's never going to work. Like just keep attacking Jokic. Bro, Denver has been through this so many times. Their whole defensive structure is to help Jokic. Like, that's now their strength. Once it was their weakness, now it's their strength. Having guys like MPJ, KCP, Aaron Gordon as their help defenders, that is filthy. Like, that is absolutely filthy. Like, the team is really well coached. Having Jeff Green off the bench, having Christian Brom off the bench, who has been really impressive. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just like Denver looks absolutely unstoppable, especially on defense. Like, they have no bad players on the court ever. So, I don't know. That team looks unstoppable. I got to give it to Denver in five. And that's, that's that for me. Like, as like I don't want to discount KD. I never want to because it's Kevin Durant, right? But, like, if Damian Lee is your next best is, is, is your next best shooter off the bench, you, you got some concerns. Like, yeah. Especially, like, 23% sure. from three. It's, it's, it's going to be an ugly shooting night, like, shooting series if this continues to go down. It's a rough series, yeah. Yeah. So, everyone's in agreement. Denver. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next uh matchup. We got Golden State and Lakers. Who wants to start us off with this one? Uh, I, I get, I, okay. You got it? I, okay, I'll go. I'll go this time because you I, <laughs> I, I think it's it's really been a weird series. Like both games have been kind of weird to watch. It doesn't seem like both play, like both teams are at their full strength. So I feel like Game 3 is like the real start of the series. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'll point out for sure is Curry needs to get his usage up. Like, no one on LA can guard him. Not even Vanderbilt. He's shooting like 11 for 14 against Vanderbilt. So I think Curry really needs to get going. They got to hunt D'Lo every time he's on the court. And people always been saying like, oh, the players on the Warriors are slowing down. They don't look like they're slowing down. Like, Clay and Curry and Draymond all look like the regular selves. So... I don't know. I th- I think Golden State ha- like they're they're low key at their at their full strength right now. Um, and for the Lakers side, I'll just point out one thing: the Vanderbilt D'Lo minutes are are going to be like really crucial because near the end of game two, uh, the Lakers were down like I think six or seven. Like they were down they're down a decent amount and they needed offense, so they subbed out Vanderbilt to put in D'Lo for offense. And once they did that, the Warriors went on a crazy run. Like every mm-hmm. play, they're just hunting D'Lo. And it seems like yeah. it's kind of difficult to kind of go offense defense with the Lakers when you have the Warriors who love to hunt matchups. Like I think I think the minutes game is going to be really tough for Darvin Ham, and if he can really get get a hold of that, then the Lakers like will have a really good chance for the series. But I don't know. 
Yeah, it's a tough series thus far. Definitely a tough series. So, what are you thinking overall? Uh, I think I think it's it's LA in seven. LA in seven. Yeah. Don't doubt LeBron, David. I can doubt LeBron. <laughs> oh, that's true. You can doubt LeBron. But honestly, I was watching the LA game last night. So, yo, Golden State is looking nice. Oh my goodness! Every time I see Clay or Curry shoot the ball, and even in Game One, Jordan Poole shooting the ball, I'm like, man, LA's or Flip or Golden State is looking really nice. But from that Game One, is like, I think the X factor is gonna be Anthony Davis, honestly, because mm. him from Game One to Game Two is like two polar different, <laughs> two, like two polar different <laughs> offices. Like it's crazy. Like, how do you go from dropping 30 and 20 to, like, 4, like four and 10 around around there, right? So, me personally, I still think L.A. and 6, but, and the main reason why I'm thinking that, because L.A. got a crucial game one win in Golden State, so they already proved that proved themselves that they can win it in Golden State, because, like, that's a hostile environment already. Mm-hmm. So, I'll still take Golden, or Lakers and 6, but... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State comes and wins like four straight. But I still can't doubt my man LeBron. But everything <laughs> rides on Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis plays like he played last night, Lakers are going to lose in five games. But if he steps up and at least averages like 20 points, 15 rebounds, two or three blocks, they could come out. They could squeeze it out of six games, definitely. I think it all comes down to three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. Rui Hachimura is right now their best three-point shooter, and oh, definitely, that's a little, Sad. that's a little, that's a scary thought. Because if D'Angelo Russell's not making his threes consistently, if Austin Reeves isn't making his threes consistently, it's like, you know, because <laughs> these are these are your guards; these are the guys you depend on threes. Malik Beasley's not even playing that much right now. And he's shooting like 20, what, 21%, 22% from three. That sucks. Yeah. And you you bought him in from Utah to shoot, to hit threes. Right? right. So, and then the Warriors are always a consistent, a good consistent three-point shooter. You have the best shooter in the world. You have Clay. You have, I guess Jordan Poole's pretty good right now. Wiggins. Um, <laughs> definitely Wiggins. And Simon can hit that like one out of nine threes, you know. One out of nine. But you know, it's still they're a three. They've developed their play system around Curry, who's a three-point specialist. Like it all comes down to if Lakers can make their threes and if Golden State can play well on the road. Because aside from the Sacramento game, Game Seven, the Warriors have just not been that team when they're not at home. Right? They they just have a really bad away record, and it's been like this the entire season. So. LA needs to step up, take advantage of being back home since they were at the Warriors the last two games. But then you also have to take into account they had like 23 free throws in game one compared to six free throws in game uh, in game one for the Warriors. Yeah. Like if, the, you, if you got the refs on your side, take advantage of that. Honestly, <laughs> take advantage of being able to hit those free throws and everyone needs to make them. So... Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. I have, um, I honestly have Warriors in seven. But that's just because the three point shooting needs to improve from, from the Lakers. I'm not yeah. mad still. I'm not mad. Yeah. yeah. And also, just real quick, like on the Lakers, I mean, throughout the whole season, 
I don't know what it is, but every time I watch the Lakers games, they have the worst offense in the clutch. Like it is embarrassingly it's bad. bad. It's a lot of forcing shots, a lot of turning over the ball. Like the thing that I don't know why they struggle so much to do is to get the ball to Anthony Davis in his spots. It seems like they spend maybe 10, 15 seconds just trying to get the ball to AD in the post, and they can't do it. And they just end up like LeBron just ends up just chucking a three pointer from like the, the hash mark. Like they need to really fix up their offense. Like they're going against one of the best teams in the world. Like you can't make these mistakes, especially in the clutch where they just seem to bomb threes. Like maybe they'll go in here and there, but they got to get their offense running. And that's like the only kind of adjustment I would make for the Lakers. Even though I have the Lakers in seven, I don't really sound too confident in it. But I just feel like if if they can get AD going, if they can get like all their guys in in a in a motion system, then they'll be good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, like, I think a lot of the Lakers are playing decently. At least you got you still got like yeah. a lot of your hustlers. You got Jared Vanderbilt still like chasing down people. Dennis Shooter's actually having a pretty good postseason so far. Yes. It just yeah, it just comes down to <laughs> who can who can play better. <laughs> you know, at the end, that, that's just the bottom line. Who need, who can play better? Honestly, Lakers should stick to like the plan of feeding AD the ball. Because AD didn't get enough shots last night. I think he, how much shots he took, probably like 10, probably like 12 shots. He should be at least shooting 30. Because who's stopping AD? Like Looney? Maybe on a good day. I mean, Draymond can stop him, though. I'll be honest. Draymond is like an AD stopper. Draymond's nice, but they can't put Draymond on him for like the whole game. Because Draymond's going to get into foul trouble. I think he was in foul trouble last night or other, other game, too. So, like, Draymond can only counter AD for so long. Then. Like, honestly, like, AD has, like, the same problem, like, uh, uh, what's the name again? Uh, DeAndre Ayton, you know? So, they're not playing aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I thought they were smart when they put in Jermichael Green. Because mm-hmm. he, he can function pretty well with the starters. And, and Von Looney is a big bo- body and everything. But yeah. I think putting him against... um. The lineup that the Lakers had set last night was a good was a good idea by uh, Steve Kerr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside from that, I still got Warriors in seven, but we'll see. It's only game three. Yeah. Hopefully, LeBron does something out of magic, you know? Show him who's the king. <laughs> Return of the king. Return of the king to the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, we got Denver and we got Warriors. Do we want to move on to the east or do we want to finish the west? Oh, let's keep going. Keep going as in... <laughs> oh, my bad. East, east. <laughs> east, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the first, uh, second seed and third seed, you got Boston and Philly. Who we got me? taking this? Yep. Me, personally, I have to go with the, the Celtics still. Celtics? Honestly, because Jason Tatum and Brown were actually, like, the best duo right now in the playoffs so far. So, and plus they're the number two seed. I think second best record in the league for a reason. So, honestly, I would say Boston and five. And like the main reason why I say five because Joel Embiid's still playing on above me. And mm-hmm. how he was playing the other nights, like I think he just had like nine shot attempts. That's not cutting it. And plus, I don't blame him too because he's not at full capacity to actually like take those opportunities on offense, right? So I'll probably say Boston and five because. They're a deadly bunch. Boston? 
Yeah. yeah I, I have it the same way. I have Boston in five. It just seems like the way the series is going, it seems like Boston was supposed to sweep them. I mean, Brown, yeah. especially, like, I love Brown too. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I think it's really a 1A, 1B with Brown and Tatum, and Brown has played unbelievably, oh, goddamn, mm-hmm. unbelievably in both games. The way he just changes momentum, making big plays, like, just getting everyone into it. I just feel like he's been, like, their number one guy this series, even though Tatum has been shooting a lot more than him. And, and I'm also impressed by Tatum, especially in game two, to to defer to Jalen Brown and Brogdon in game two. Like, he, he took only, he took less than 10 shots that game. Like, that's unheard of. But he, he knew that he wasn't having, like, the best night. He passed it off to his guys that he can trust, and, and they performed. Like, they blew out the, the 76ers. Like, they seem like they're really prepared for the playoffs, especially this series. Horford seems like he doesn't age. And one guy I have to speak on, having Malcolm Brogdon on that team is so unfair. He, he's a straight 20-10 and 10 guy as their backup point guard. It, it's criminal. I, I, it just seems so unfair for the Celtics to have him. And... On, on Philadelphia's side, I mean, one guy I've been calling his name for years now, Tobias Harris, finally actually playing good in the playoffs. Okay. I, I always said, he has the perfect game for the playoffs. Mid-range jumpers, post-up, like, just easy buckets. But he always seems to shoot like trash. He's finally having a good series. It sucks that Embiid and Harden are both kind of out of it right now. Maxi has looked good. And, listen, Philly has all the two, all the tools on their team to, to, you know, to compete with the Celtics, but... Like Embiid playing too passively, also playing injured. Uh, their bench not not doing that good. George Niang and McDaniel's both have been really terrible. Um, I think they're gonna pick it up, but I, I think it's a bit too late for for the Sixers. Mm-hmm. I would say it would be very. I I said it would be inter- entertaining to see Philly versus Denver in the finals. You know the MVP matchups. Oh, definitely, yeah. But. By the way they're playing, I have a Philly and oh no sorry Boston and six. Just because I'm not gonna discount the the reigning MVP right now, but oh, I'm yeah. playing on a hobbled knee. You know it's it's tough. James Harden is seems to be turning the clock back a little bit, but you can't stop a force like Tatum Brown, followed by followed by the the Brogdon, the Whites, the the smarts like it's hard to Horford, Robert Williams, Grant Wood. The Boston just has it all. It's just coming wave after wave after wave. Like it's going to be tough. And um, I respect what Philly's been doing the last few games. But um, like game one was a win. But honestly, that could have gone either way. Yeah. And then it was a blowout for um, Boston game two. So I'm sensing it's going to be a Boston win in this one. I put my money on that too. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's pretty um pretty predictable so far. Let's see if it's so gonna be far, the yeah. yeah, let's see if it's gonna be the same for uh New York, Miami though. I don't know what you guys got. Me personally, I think it's a tight series, honestly. Because I think this is the one where we might have some differences. Yeah. Mine might be kinda predictable because what uh, this guy did to my one of my favorite players currently in the league, Giannis. But yeah. I can't doubt Timmy Butler. Timmy Butler. So, <laughs> honestly, if he comes back um, pretty good off his injury, I'll probably say Miami is six. But you never know. Miami's kind of a weird team sometimes. Sometimes they play amazing. Sometimes they play bad. So Miami is seven as my final mm. option. 
Mm. That's a. Well, honestly, a... New York's a good team, though. So I'm like, I can't <laughs> doubt tough. New York. Wasn't Carmelo at the the game last night or like the other night? He was. That's why they I won. Think so, he was. Yeah. yeah. That's why they won. Yeah. That's, that's why they won. won. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I gotta say, man, like the series is like one of the hardest to predict. Like both teams, if if any of them won. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I have Miami in seven personally just because I think Spo is a better coach. Like, it just comes mm-hmm. out of coaching for me. Mm-hmm. But they need Butler for the series. I mean, him coming back is important. Like, they almost won. They should, probably should have won game two. Like, they kind of got bailed by the – like, near got bailed by the refs. That one call where it was a, it was a shock clock violation when the ball clearly hit the rim and gave it to got a lip and they called it off. I mean, that was pretty dumb. And that kind of changed the momentum. Brunson goes down on the other end, hits a floater, put him up six. It sucks. But one thing, Bam Adebayo needs to take more shots. I don't mm-hmm. know what he's doing. He's taken 13 shots in game one, 10 in game two, and he, he shot good. He's 7 for 13, 5 for 10. Like, I don't know why he's not taking advantage of, of the Knicks' poor big rotation. Like, you got to get these guys into foul trouble. Like, Robinson, Hardenstein are both prone to getting fouls. I don't know why they don't kind of go to that more. Bam can also shoot. I just don't see why he doesn't shoot more. Also, they got to get guys off the offensive glass. Josh Hart especially is absolutely grabbing all the boards Everything, over over yep. Miami, like they yeah. gotta. That's how Sacramento lost Game Seven. You know, you gotta get guys off the offensive board. For New York, Quentin Grimes, one of my personal favorite players, has seen him a bit off. Like he has not been hitting shots, hasn't been getting mm-hmm. most minutes either. But at least Brunson and Randall both seem to have it going. But Josh Hart, Isaiah Hartenstein, both playing playoff basketball, and that's kind of the only reason why I want to give this series to the Knicks. Like it's because all their guys play so hard. But at the end of the day, coaches win. And that's, that's why I have Miami in seven. I got New York in six. Okay. Mm, that's yeah. controversial. I'm just saying, okay, first, I, I, see, I went into it being like, I like Derrick Rose. I want Derrick Rose to win a ring. So yeah. that's why. Let's go. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All right. But like real talks though, I think Miami has been like the best three-point shooting. You know, like Gabe Vincent uh, has been hitting all those threes. Um, Kevin Love's been actually pretty decent from three as well. Uh, what is it? You have Duncan Robinson, who's like, he's he's stepping up. He's stepping up after a horrendous few seasons. Mm-hmm. But you're still missing Jimmy Butler right now, who's off with an ankle injury. And hey, David, you and I both know how that could impact your play. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely, right? You need Jimmy Butler to be on that court with your guys. And I don't know. Uh, Who's going to be the next one taking all the big shots? Definitely not Bam right now because he's playing way too passive. And I think that New York just has so many options that can help out. Like you got Jalen Brunson who can who can uh, just light up from anywhere. RJ Barrett was actually playing p- playing pretty well in the first half uh, in game two. Julius Randle just does Julius, Julius Randle things. Josh Hart does boards. He can shoot the three. Like It's just tough for Miami to compete against that. And Again, New York also has home court advantage. I think that comes down to play, especially in in this playoff environment. I think the Knicks just... They might not be the better constructed team, and they might not have the better coach, but all their guys are playing hard at it. Almost all of their guys are playing minutes, which lessens the load on the starters and the guys who play heavier minutes. And everyone does um, everyone does their role... Amazingly well in New York. I think New York in six. I'm not even mad still. That's, yeah. that's good reasoning. Both yeah. pretty well-coached teams. Um, 
yeah, I can't. That's and, hard. But only one of them has Derrick Rose. That's that's all I'm saying. You know? <laughs> he doesn't even play, dude. <laughs> I know he's played like one game this entire playoffs. <laughs> you know, but like, I think both come out to be pretty solid picks. I just I'm just going with the gut feeling, the injuries. If you don't have Tyler Hero, if you don't have Jimmy Butler, it's going to be... I mean, Butler's playing next game, though. It's going to be rough. But Butler's going to play next game, though, so... But he's going to, is he going to drop, like, 60, though? Of course. What? Of course, all right. You're talking right. about Butler he, here. He dropped yeah, 55. He's him. And That's, he's him. That, uh, what am I saying? He's him. Of course. Hey, man, Jimmy got that dog in him. That's all I know. He does. <laughs> Timmy Butler. Timmy Butler. All right, so... Let's, let's stick with the West. We know we know that the West is Denver and we said Warriors or Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Who you got making out of that? I, I'm pretty sure Austin. I know Austin. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's Denver yeah, and five for Denver, me. Yeah, mean, Denver. <laughs> they don't need no reason. I have to agree with Austin. So no matter who comes out from the Lakers or Warriors series, Denver's just a superior team. Honestly, like they're just firing on every cylinder right now, and there's the reason why. They're the number one seed in the West. And they had arguably the MVP of the the league currently. It's debatable, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason why they have that guy on the team and they're number one. So I'll go with Denver. Denver, yeah. honestly, probably in Denver or, yeah, yeah, Denver probably is going to be in five or six games. Okay. I thought you were going to say four. I thought you were going to say four games. Like a no, no, no. <laughs> they're yeah. not that good. I feel like Denver like throughout this whole playoffs it's, it's kind of hard to kind of gauge these series and predict because we've only seen Denver be dominant we haven't seen them like struggle so far so it, it just seems like we're, we're watching the best team in the world even though they might have some flaws but they do seem immovable on defense and one thing LA is pretty prone to doing is dumb fouls especially mm-hmm. AD AD kind of gets into foul trouble for no reason like he just swipes down at the ball like gets lazy or something like bro the uh, denver takes advantage of these things like denver knows that they can get certain guys into foul trouble they know their matchups and i'm just worried especially for la on offense like there's, there's a lot of slowing down a lot of post-ups that's what denver wants denver wants a slow grindy game because they're such a smart defensive unit that they can kind of hang with all these all these like myth- like everything that's going on, on, on for the other team like it, i just feel worried i feel like denver in five maybe even four mm-hmm Denver for okay. I, I just know you ride with your Nuggets, of course. Yeah, all day, all day, all day, all day. Um, I would say agree. Like, I don't know if I said this already, but like, shout out Aaron Gordon. This guy is shooting amazing from three, and he's doing yeah, he up. he's doing everything on the defensive end too. Like, I don't know, Aaron Gordon might might win Finals MVP or something. If, <laughs> he's like the Andrew Wiggins feels like. <laughs> that, that's might pull uh, Andre Iguodala. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> if the death beam's pointing on the earth right now, who are you gonna pick to take the final shot? I want Maybe Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon, bro. <laughs> Aaron Gordon dude. But yeah, I think Denver's just—they've done a really good job at not hiding Jokic. You know how a lot of, right now Phoenix is like targeting Jokic in their like winner on offense and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, but like, watch how they play this game. You'll see that like they do a lot of help defense, which doesn't causes Jokic to have to guard the the guy with the ball alone. And it's... Coach Malone's doing a really good job with that. And I think they have a really good chance at succeeding at this 
in the finals as well. So yeah, I think Denver's going to make it, make it there. Fair enough. Fair yeah. And then we got the next matchup: Boston and Miami, or Boston and New York. Honestly, it's gonna be like the same <laughs> thing, like in the West. No, it doesn't matter who it is. I'm saying Boston and five, maybe a sweep. Oh, maybe a sweep. You do not maybe believe in sweep. Jimmy. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that those guys Tatum and Brown, they're they're crazy together. Like like you said, they're one A and one B. Anyone can step up at any night. They're be- they have the deepest bench, arguably the best defense in the league, are maybe the best offense too. So honestly, I can't doubt those guys, and they come back for revenge. They want that chip this time. So mm. Uh, mm. honestly, if it's Miami, I'll say five. New York, bring out the brooms. <laughs> bring out the brooms, honestly. <laughs> yeah, even though they're both good teams, I'm still favoring Boston though. Yeah, mm. I think Boston just seems unstoppable in, in the East. Now, I think Butler does change things in the series if they do play Miami. And if, but if mm. I like, there's so much things that if Miami doesn't do, like they're just gonna get destroyed. Like if Bam doesn't pick it up, if they shoot like trash, like it's done. Like we've seen that yeah. Boston can win when Tatum is playing like trash. Like it doesn't matter if they play bad. Like if, if anyone in Miami struggles, like it seems like it's over. But I'll say for New York, I think I have a bit more faith in New York cause, just because. New York plays like more of a, I don't know, more of a system. It feels like even like, co- they seem more cohesive. I yeah, think. like they all seem like a yeah. really tight knit unit. It feels like like they all play together. Like a lot of movement, even though like their offense may not be the greatest at times. They all like I don't know. It's weird. It, it's like they're all brothers. It just seems like they all know what like who's where, like what's going on on offense and defense. They communicate a lot. So I mean, I would give, I would give each team six games, but I think Boston's gonna come out. That's generous. I'm not gonna lie. I feel, hey, like I, changing my, I feel like changing my statement about New York, I'll probably say New York in five. Oh, my bad. Boston in five against New York. Ah, uh, so you put away the brooms, huh? So no more brooms. No more brooms. <laughs> no, all no right. Don't, don't, disrespect, don't disrespect New York like that. <laughs> Forgot Derrick Rose is there. My yeah, exactly, exactly, bro. Derrick Rose is going to play two minutes. <laughs> they should play him more, honestly. They no, they should. They really should. He he got that experience. Grimes is struggling. Yeah, yeah. Like, why not put him in? Like, he can shoot. He can play make. Like, I don't understand why they don't exactly. play him. He, he, it's Derrick Rose. He can do everything. Exactly. But like, he's literally a good player. Like right now, though, him and Fournier, yeah. like, they're good players yeah, right now. Really good. He's still a really like, solid guy. Yeah, like right? twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Like, what? I don't understand. Like, take Barrett out the Derek game, Rose bro. And a few good men. You're good. Exactly. <laughs> Nah, but you know, you already know. At the end of the day, Boston's coming out of this. I'm gonna say yeah. Boston in probably five, and for both scenarios, because of who's stopping. If Jimmy Butler's on Tatum, who's on Brown? And if so, if like, you know what I mean. Probably for Kyle Lowry. Who's you never know. <laughs> I'll, I'll truck, you already know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Boston's just too dominant on the offensive end and the defensive end and then it's tough for them to match up like Miami is just really good at defense but mm-hmm. if they're, they can't get their offense going they're going to get crushed and I would yeah, say al- exactly and I would say almost the same like New York to me is a more defensive oriented team with slightly better offense just because they still have Jalen Brunson and uh, uh, RJ Bear who can create and Julius Randle can also make his own shot too 
but maybe I'm not too sure. <laughs> not the greatest shot, but you not can the greatest it. shot. Yeah, <laughs> but um, in five for both for Boston, just because all their guys are two way players, and it's just tough to go against a team like that. Yeah, yeah. So, Denver, Boston. Denver, yeah. Boston, as it should oh. be. As, As I predicted. It, this is your yeah. prediction, right? <laughs> of course, of course. I'm never wrong, bro. You're Come never on. wrong. That's not I'm that you were wrong. Milwaukee's still in the finals, but you see bro, how that happened. You had my no pick, way. bro. You had my pick. <laughs> 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 All right. No, we but got, De- got. Denver-Boston, I mean, this is truly a 50-50 series. Both, mm-hmm. like, these are arguably the, the two best constructed lineups in the league. So it's kind of hard to to kind of give each other an advantage in this series. Like both teams have such good strengths, and they have like almost no weaknesses. But you know me, like I've been a Denver bandwagon since twenty seventeen. I gotta give it to Denver in seven. But I will say, like I mean, both teams. I what can I even say about this right now? I mean, I guess I can say like other enough guys on, on the Celtics to defend Jokic. But at the same time, it's like you have Brown and Tatum, like two wing defend, like two mm-hmm. wing players that are their best players. Like it's hard. It's hard to kind of give it, but. I'll say Grant Williams is probably going to be the X, X factor in this series because, mm-hmm. I mean, if he's hitting his shots, then it kind of limits Denver's ability to help off of him because I feel like if he's on the floor, they're going to help off of him. But if those guys are hitting their shots, then it's kind of difficult. But it's really just a war of minutes in this series. Who's going to play the, who's going to play the most minutes? Who's going to get into foul trouble? It, it's going to come down to those little things that kind of change the game. It just rem- uh, This matchup reminds me of the, the Christmas game, uh, not Christmas, Halloween game matchup. Where um, Grant Williams was dressed up as Batman. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So um, because of that, I'm taking Boston in six. Because you know Batman got a Batman beats the Joker and everything. But That's funny, funny. <laughs> but Very honestly, funny. I do think Boston, although not the superior team, I think they have the drive. They're more hungry for the chip because Whoa, of what they lost. That's crazy. Last year. That's crazy. They lost. It was in their grasp last year. It was within reach. Okay. And they they I'm lost. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna make that push this year. That's crazy. Not gonna lie, I have to agree with you, Ryan. But I have to say, Boston in seven though. Boston in seven. So you give them one more game. You're giving them one more game. I give them yeah one more game. But it depends on how Tatum plays and Brown play together. Mm. If like Tatum's put on like a masterclass show dropping like either 40 points or doing something at like an extremely high level or hall of fame level mm-hmm. i'll have to say boston five if tatum plays up to that <laughs> level if tatum plays up to that level if, play, if tatum plays up to that superstar level that we all want him to play at that near hall of fame level him texting kobe type of level like he can do it in five games mm. but honestly out of my fantasy world into reality, I'll probably say Boston in seven. Yeah, are you guys forgetting the two-time MVP on Denver? I mean, come on. I see him. I see him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I do. I guy, see him too. But I won't. Mean, well, I don't know. Still, so, so I feel I like. Denver games. Ah, come on! Then how, <laughs> how can you? How can you say that? <laughs> I don't watch stuff, so I can't really go off of that. I'd go off what I've seen last year mostly in the finals with Tatum. They seem more hungrier. And Tatum's like the next guy up right now, even though Jokic is that guy right now. Okay, well, I mean, I'll say right now, 
watching Denver games, like avidly watching their games. It, it It's weird. Like Boston's offense, like as much as we want to praise it, it is a lot of kind of iso ball. It's like, a lot of iso ball. Gosh, yeah. And one thing that Denver is like really good at is defending that. Like if they, if Denver knows what you want on offense, they'll stop it. Like they won't stop it completely, but like, they'll work as hard as they can. Like they're going to double Brown, double Tatum. Like, they're going to get the guys off the ball, and they're so good at rotating on defense. I just feel like it's so much easier for Denver to score on offense than it is for Boston. And both teams are really good on defense too. So I just feel like it's going to come down to who can score the ball. Like I feel like I'm way more confident with Denver getting a bucket opposed to Boston. I'm not gonna lie, kind of starting to change my mind a little bit. Like, <laughs> Yo, David, are you bandwagoning hey, or something? I'm just saying, dude. MPJ, I mean, all these guys on the offense, like, you can't I'm stop lying, all these guys. Like, changing my mind slow because I'm like, I'm hey, thinking jo- about it. Like, Join me, bro. Who's stop Jokic like that? <laughs> exactly. Like, Horford's not gonna I'm do like, that. Foul trouble, still, easy, bro. Come on. I'm still gonna stick with my pick, Boston in seven, but yeah, I'd never want to hear Boston in five again, bro. I, I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> But it's up to Tatum, honestly. If Tatum plays like dog shit, I'll say Denver in six. But if Tatum mm. plays the, like his regular, Boston in seven. But if Tatum goes to the next level, Boston in five. If he goes to the next level. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. It just depends on Tatum. I think Tatum's the X factor. Brown is always consistent, but Tatum's kind of wishy-washy some games. True, true. Well, it comes again to me, like, Brown's my favorite guy right now. So, like... I gotta give it to. Him. I gotta. I gotta root for him. You know. I gotta root yeah. for Brown. I'm not rooting for the Celtics. I don't like the Celtics. <laughs> I'm rooting for Brown. That's the, there's no, a difference. Yeah, but uh, I think it just comes because Boston just has so many shot creators. Like if one guy's having an off night, he can still pass in and swing it. Like, mm-hmm. Market Smart is having a great series against uh, Miami right now. Oh no. Yeah, he don't, is. Don't tell me Market Smart is gonna create a shot. No, but he's having a great series helping out his teammates, like, distributing the true, ball true, properly. True. He's, yeah. he's on the defensive end. He's, like, he's like, you know, just, I forgot the word, frisking them down. Malcolm Brogdon's yeah. doing his thing. Uh, Grant Williams is great on the defensive end. Al Horford, this guy's, like, the best three-point shooter I've ever seen with that form. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think... Sorry, his form is different. Sorry. <laughs> it's so different. I think Boston will... But outlast, but it's going to be a tough matchup for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Also, you guys, uh, we're forgetting about Murray, Murray too. Yeah. Murray. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Murray. You can't. You can't forget about him. Like I, he's I, been I playing super well, yeah. considering his uh, ACL injury a few seasons ago. But at the end but of the day, I still. Exactly. I still want Derrick Rose to win a ring, but uh, it's. It is what it is at this point. It's Boston, is, yeah. Boston and Zix. You never know. Derrick Rose might get some new knees, you know? Over <laughs> the next couple days. <laughs> Yo, New York in four? Is that New what York I'm hearing? Four? Is maybe, that what I'm I hearing, David? Maybe, maybe. Even though Mark is in, bro. Game, though, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then I think we got Denver losing to the Boston Celtics for David and I, and then. Austin got Boston losing out to Denver, right? And four, yeah. Yeah. And four, and four. Okay, got you. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I guess stay tuned to see if who's right. And um, any final thoughts on what we discussed today, guys? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? 
if LeBron turns back the time to like 2013, LeBron's in the finals, I will take LeBron. I'm not gonna lie to you. But that's not reality, so I'll still say Boston and Denver. Mm. Yeah, I gotta say, almost all the series have a big that's just super passive. I mean, Aiden, yeah, AD, and B. These are three of the like most polarizing players. Maybe not Aiden, but like these guys are too passive. Like, or and Adebayo. I forget about Adebayo. Like mm-hmm. four yeah. guys that are playing way too passive for their size and the shots that they can make. So I just want to see these guys pick it up. And you know, like I, I, the one thing that pisses me off the most is bigs that that have the ability to be dominant not be dominant it, it sucks to watch so much like these guys standing in the corner or just setting screens and that's it like no these guys have to be more aggressive so the next few games i hope these guys are more aggressive and you know maybe those series will have to change if they are i agree I th- yeah i thought this occurred so if denver were to beat boston according to you who would win finals mvp i mean come on man the two-time mvp maybe if I had to guess, Big Yoke, eh? it had to be. I mean, he's he's the hub of the offense. Even if Murray drops like forty a game, like Jokic is still gonna win just because he's probably the one making those shots for Murray. You know, sure, not DeAndre Jordan. Like, come on. <laughs> oh shoot, I, for, I forgot he's a first team All NBA dude. I forgot DeAndre 20, Jordan. What, 2015, 2016, 2016, yeah. All NBA, come on. I forgot, dude. My bad. My bad. I forget old man DJ. You know, like <laughs> old man DJ. Nah, but yeah, yeah. I think Jokic. I think Jokic or Murray. Could probably win MVP, Finals MVP. Aaron Gordon, if he does exceptionally well, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we, we want him, right? We want Aaron Gordon, making the sh- yeah, taking the last shot, exactly, sure, sure. Yeah, and David, who we got for Boston? Team is pointing on the earth. <laughs> He's gonna choose Aaron Gordon to shoot that last shot. He's <laughs> a new AI. He's a new Andre Iguodala. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David, who we got for Boston? Who? Huh? We got for Boston if we were to win Finals MVP. Uh Like Griffin, like. Honestly, just based off consistency, I would say Jalen Brown. Jaylen w. Brown. W. Tate. I would say Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yes, sir. It always depends on how Tatum plays. If he feels like playing like prime Kobe, he's definitely winning. But if he doesn't choose to play like that, he's not winning anything. But Jalen mm-hmm. Brown is a more consistent player from what I've seen from like Boston game. So yeah. he's my so Tatum might gonna get the Curry treatment and not win a Finals MVP probably until like his second or third chip mm-hmm. if he wins if, if, he he does win. if he does win. if he does but he's probably gonna go to the finals a couple times Hopefully, yeah. yep i can see that i also, think yeah yeah sorry i i'm just gonna say Jalen brown i think is definitely deserving of a finals mvp considering his consistency but mm-hmm. i would i wouldn't be surprised if the media because the media loves jason tatum true, oh true. yeah they love him yeah they love they him, him. He's, he's their he's their kid or something yeah, so like Deuce. <laughs> exactly. They're going to give it to Jason or Deuce. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the finals MVP goes to Deuce Tatum, and then, like, the kid comes up with the, with the trophy <laughs> and everything. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> Austin, what are you going to say? Yeah, I just, I just had, like, two more things to add. Like, one thing is Jalen Brown, like, I'd, I'd be so pissed if I was him. Like, I don't blame him for wanting to leave or something because he's, like, consistently playing – sometimes even better than Tatum and he gets no credit. Like he's probably not going to make an all NBA team probably. And like, I'll be pissed. Like if I'm averaging like 27 a game, like all this and that, like, and I'm not getting no recognition, I feel, I feel pissed too. Like I won't be surprised if he leaves, if they don't make the finals. And also another thing, 
why is Tristan Thompson playing? Like, oh, there's yeah. so God, many better is... centers. Like, why is Dwight Howard not on this team? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, Thompson was just on like ESPN, like announcing. Like, what is he doing on the Lakers? That's true. Dwight Howard's going crazy over. Where's what team is he playing for? Like, uh, Lakers, Taiwan. Now. No. Oh, Dwight yeah, yeah, Howard. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't Yeah, like he's going crazy over there. So I'm like, bring him back. Facts. He can play. Yeah. He's Taoyuan, yeah. He's playing on the Taoyuan Leopards, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> at least he's going to grab more rebounds than Tristan Thompson. He's the next body to throw on a big six, say, for example, like Joel Embiid. Right, yeah. Or like Jokic or someone like that, you know, a high-energy player. Tristan Thompson, he's kind of, to me, he looks short on the court. I think he's lying about his height. <laughs> he's about 6'9", <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and plus he's from Brampton, too, so I'm like, I don't know. I'm, nice. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I was like, you got something against Brampton people? <laughs> No, nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> but yeah, Dwight Howard they should bring him back. Lamarcus Aldridge, that's what that's what they should have brought back. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Anything right, else? Right. Anything else sad, Austin? No, I, I think we're good. I think we can end the pod right here. All right. I hope to see. I, I hope to see you um, win. I guess this matchup. It'd be it'd be interesting to see Jokic get a ring. It would be, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe top ten ever, Yoke. Never know. You think so? Probably not. Maybe if he's he white. Warmer MVP they they won't give it to him. They won't give it to him. He's white. <laughs> I don't think because he's white. I think it's because he's European. Not Is European not white? Like. No, it depends on where. Like, say for example, like Giannis. Giannis is technically European, but. You know. I mean, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> let's, be, let's be for real here. Like, You know, I get what, like, the representation. I remember, I think, what Perk brought out, like, the narrative saying the NBA is racist, not trying to get into, like, a black player. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, 99% of MVPs are black. And I'm like, if Yoke's a better player, me personally, I thought he was better than Embiid this, year, this season. I would probably see, like to see him get the MVP over Embiid. But me personally, I think Giannis should have won it. But because yeah, yeah, you're you're Giannis, you're Giannis guy. I'm a Giannis guy. Yeah. Plus Giannis had like the best record in the league, arguably just as good stats as Jokic. Right. Just yeah. you know, should have got MVP. Hey man, Derrick Rose should have won MVP, but dude, stop riding Derrick Rose, bro. It's the third time you talked about honestly. this guy, dude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just shut up for the. I'll just... <laughs> Tough, bro. Uh, I'm gonna just um, stay silent for the rest of the episode. It's like a, probably a minute left. It's like a minute left in the episode. You're gonna stay silent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end it off here before we go too long. All right, I'll I'll, I'll sign it off. Right, I'll see you guys later. All right, bye.